Good afternoon, St. Louis DGS on KMOX. Happy Tuesday to you. Man, what a pre-show. So, started off, so I sit at a desk uh, that is made of marble, I guess. Really heavy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably fake marble, but... Yeah, but it's heavy. Yeah. And it's hydraulic. It goes up and down with the push of a button. And there is a chair stuck underneath it. And Andrew was there, and I was trying to pull it out. And I'm like, oh, just lift it. And so he gets under it, and he starts lifting it like <laughs> the Hulk from the 70s. He just pushes the button. And I'm like, there's a button? He's like, oh, okay. Like, oh, yeah, like, that's right. It's not moving. And then the button. we're having uh, potluck Thanksgiving at the office, and Amy, Amy's like Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven. She's eating something I never had seen. <laughs> that is, what a great yeah. analogy. And yeah. she comes oh, in eating some kind of banana pudding, and then she drops it on her lap, and she stands up, and starts dancing and rubbing it off her pants. <laughs> and then she goes, I got pudding on my pants. <laughs> okay, well, I did. And I wasn't dancing. I was like, uh, I stood up. Uh-huh. And what happened was I didn't know where the pudding went. <laughs> so, it was a bit of a jig. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was jiggish. Yeah. So I was like kind of. Which normies call dancing. Yeah, yeah. And then I was trying to brush it off because when it's. um. Like icing and pudding, you don't want to smash it like a bug. You know what I mean? You can flick a bug off your shirt, but you don't. You got a bug on you. Got bug on you. Got a snake in my boots. It's got a bug on you. You don't want to smash it, and I didn't want to smash the banana pudding. There's so much more thought that went into that than <laughs> I ever expected. <laughs> you, you were doing a whole thing. Yeah. And she goes, "I got, I got pudding on my pants." And Andrew's saying, handing out the little flyers. He's like, oh, "I've been there." <laughs> <laughs> he, did. he didn't even like it didn't phase him <laughs> when's the last funny. time you dropped pudding on yourself andrew <laughs> i haven't had pudding in a while chris hmm. not a pudding guy i don't hate it i just it's not a part of like a regular part of the rotation right <laughs> he's like a 33 year old man i don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like how much pudding he's coming into he's got yeah. he's got the jello cups in his, <laughs> in his yeah. fridge I'm not encountering a whole lot of pudding unless but, I seek it out, which I will seek it out from time to time. But in my defense, he's Andrew. <laughs> That's true. He's ageless when it comes to pudding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love pudding. How about the pudding could, pops? You like those? Never had They one. still make them? I never what? had one either. What is a pudding pop? Yeah, the, uh, you know, Cosby? Like Bill Cosby used to sell them. Yeah, they're like... Uh, I, knew he was tru- I knew he was trouble from way back, so I always dodged them. They're like the... Uh, what are the... <laughs> They're like popsicles. Yeah, fudge sickles. Fudge sickles. That's what yeah. I was trying to, yeah, so they're fudge sickles, is oh, all they are. Man. I don't want you to get complaints. Didn't you think they were called fudgicles? No. Okay. Because there was an S in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is going on? I feel like you I always, say, I always say fudgicles. <laughs> I feel like you said fudgicles once. <laughs> fudgicles is way funnier. <laughs> it is funnier. That, that is true. Well, well. <laughs> Welcome to Game of X. Good start. <laughs> Good start. Yeah, I was uh, at Fox 2 today doing the morning show with my buddy Tim Mizell for Operation Food Search. And I saw uh, Susie, George Mayhew's beautiful oh, wife. Oh, very cool. And I met Dave, who has been there for a really long time. He's in promotions. He's a big fan of the show. Shout out to Dave. And we're talking about the show. And he goes, and Andrew. Wow. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I, I know. <laughs> wow. Tell me about it. <laughs> That could be a lot of stuff. What does that wow mean? <laughs> well, I think we all know. Okay. I think we all know. Like, what is that guy? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of wow was it? Was it like a, like a wow, or was it more like a wow? No, he was he was uh, excited about it. Okay, so it's a good about, wow. About his existence. It's a good yes. wow. Yeah. I'm a guy who loves pudding, doesn't need it that much. That's all you need to know. <laughs>
all you need to know. Mm. So we had a really cool thing happen today. Uh, apropos of Operation Food Search, which, by the way, let me just introduce that again. Uh, every year for the past, this it will be our sixth year. We figured that out. It's our sixth year. Over the past five years, we have raised half a million dollars uh, that goes to Operation Food Search, which they use to uh, feed people who don't have enough food. And especially with DGS, the backpack program, where it's now $250, which funds a child the entire year to get a backpack on Friday full of food for that child and all their siblings. So it's the best $250 you'll ever spend. And so we're averaging about $100,000 per year. So that's our goal. But some years we get 60. Some years we did it twice. One year we got like 125. Uh, But when I saw Judy, who I love to death from Operation Food Search this morning, she goes, great news. An anonymous donor who's a big fan of the DGS uh, just sent us twenty five thousand dollars. Wow! Nice. So we're starting out the whole campaign with twenty five grand. Really cool. It's a good start. So cool. So good. So One thank day you, in, Mister and Mrs. Anonymous, if you are out there listening right now. So cool. Wow. Isn't that great. Hmm. I wish I knew who they were, but I know they want. Their I don't know either. Protected. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to do the twenty cool. questions. Like, yeah. would I know them? Just <laughs> rhyme with. What's the first letter? Yeah. Right. Just DM one of us. You know. Got to give a little love for that. Yeah. That's so nice. That's just like... It's beyond nice. Incredibly, incredibly cool. The anonymous donation is the best. Just somebody's right? like, I'm going to do something nice and I don't need you all to know. I don't want any credit. Yeah. 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 It's great. No, I ta- I've talked about that. I'm, I'm pretty open and honest about things. And I don't know, 10 years ago, something like that, I had to really have a conversation with myself because we do a lot of things for charity and Bolger and I did the USO thing and I realized... Yeah, you like the credit a little too much. Like, I get it. It's it's human nature, but if you're going to do this stuff, do it for the right reasons. I agree with you. The end game, I guess it doesn't matter when the end game is somebody gets help, right? Yeah. But at some point, some charity feels performative and it turns me off. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know a person is being helped or a number of people are getting help in some fashion, but I just, I wish it wasn't performative yeah you, know? you, can, you can always smell it yeah yeah you could tell yeah i don't judge though because i've been there it's like oh yeah yeah i get it just have to like i said have a conversation with yourself make sure you're doing it for the right reasons and that's why when people do anonymous things like that especially something like 25 yeah. grand that is so incredibly impressive to me yeah i agree so cool yeah and this is not not to make light of it but you know raising money like you guys do for operation food search or i've worked with you know backstoppers salvation army whatever it may be I'm like, but you can also give for the wrong reasons if you want to. We'll take right. it. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. It's all like dollars said, are welcome. We'll take yeah. it. The end. The person who gets the help doesn't care yeah. why they got the help. But I yeah. know what you guys are talking about when, yeah, the performative. But like, okay, yeah. If you want to yep. do it, for you the can still do that. Reason. Yeah. You want to put on a show and yeah. give money, give it. And I, I also don't think there's anything wrong with. Uh, every year, Rage, we have some of the same people show up at our final show and give like $1,000, mm-hmm. $2,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, one woman, I forget her name, but you know who I'm talking about, mm-hmm. Indian woman, who always brings money. It's like every single year. Yeah. And I love to give them credit. They never ask mm-hmm. for credit, but I think people deserve credit when they do stuff mm-hmm. like that, which which is the perfect thing when you're like, here you go. I don't need credit. And you're like, nope, you're getting it. Plus, it's fun. that final show is all, always really fun, and you want to give people the credit because then you want other people to be like, you know what, I'm going to show up and give yeah. to you. It just kind of creates this snowball effect. It's yeah. really nice. Absolutely. Did you guys talk about the Kevin McCarthy thing? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Clear shot to the kidneys. Yeah. 
I mean, what is happening? And and then Mark Wayne Mullen. Yeah, we got the audio of that if you want to hear it. Oh, from Oklahoma? Yeah, did you see this? No. No, this is a United States senator reading a tweet from the Teamsters boss named Sean O'Brien. At a Senate committee hearing. Yes, this is is in the Senate today. today. Okay. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. (laughs) Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your Sorry. solution? Every poll. No, no. Sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Actively. Oh, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Mr. Hold Sir. it. Hold it. So Bernie Sanders had to tell Mark Wayne Mullen, a United States senator, <laughs> to not, not, real. To not real, go baby. into the gallery and fight a witness in front of Senate. Anytime, <laughs> any place. Now you guys know, do you know do you know Mark Wayne Mullins? No. But, so he's an MMA guy. He was a college wrestler. He's huge. And obviously he's showing off. Yeah. And I, the Teamsters guy was like, whatever, come on over. Well, they've been going at it, I guess. On they, Twitter, they, they, yeah. They've got a little bit of a history, obviously. Like, so but you're, still, I love Bernie. You're a senator. That, you're a United States <laughs> senator. Yeah, at first I thought, I was like, oh, good thing Larry David is there. And I was like, wait, it's Bernie Sanders. I mean, dude, it's a circus. It's Steinbrenner. This is the same day that McCarthy does the elbow to the kidneys. So some, in case people weren't tuned in to Amy and Chris and they're just now tuning in, someone tell them what happened with, with McCarthy. So uh, Tim Burchette is out of Tennessee, a representative, and they were in the Capitol hallway. And and- he was one of the eight yes. Republicans yeah. to vote against Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> so they've got a they've got a thing against one another, and uh, and he's as- doing an interview, right? Burchette, he's doing an interview with like NPR. He, well, he had I think had just done it, or the the NPR reporter was right there and and saw it, and McCarthy walked by and guess gave him a <laughs> bit of an elbow, and then Burchette started yelling at him. Like, hey, you're gutless and what? I don't remember the exact quotes, but he started to chase after him. I didn't elbow me. He's like, you did. What a chicken move. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking. It's it's like seventh grade recess. You're a jerk. He's like, no, you're a jerk. I was wondering how Kevin McCarthy was handling the whole thing, and I guess the answer is not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not great. handling it super well. What a well. bunch of turds. Between that stuff and the Bobert thing. Yeah. It's just like, uh, how? All I know is the CNN Chirons are awesome because it's Burchette. <laughs> Kevin McCarthy gave, quote, clear shot to the kidney. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's the worst part, too, is like reading the... Reading the replies on the tweet that had the audio from Mark Wayne Mullen, there half the replies are "Let him fight." We mean it's the Senate. We don't fight do the Senate. Think, I mean, do you think if there was an actual fist fight <laughs> that maybe oh, everyone man, would this, come to their senses? Yeah, just like calm, kind of like, like, like we're okay, talking about with the videos we, from yes, wherever yeah. war or from the shootings. Yeah, right. I don't know if it would, but part of me wants to find yeah, out. Same here. I'm like, well, if they're both willing, like, let's, <laughs> let's settle this. Who I, cares? I said, I said Rachel's this. on the side of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> How cool would that be? I said Thank this to Rach in the office. Like, uh, in the last couple of days, Trump's been especially, you know, uh, if you compare... If you compare his quotes to quotes of Adolf Hitler, they're almost exact mm. about vermin and such. Yeah. And I said to Rage, like, I, I clearly don't want Donald Trump to be president again, even though I voted for him the first time, but I don't want it again. But part of me is darkly fascinated that if he did win, which I have no control over but one vote, if he did win, just like, where is this going to go? 
How bad is this going to go? It's going to be bad. Bad. I, I, and that I don't want to find out. Yeah. I don't want to find out how bad that gets. A fist fight in a Senate committee hearing? <laughs> uh, I could I could live I, with that because maybe we you. do. It's like if you if you're ever in a couple and you're kind of snippy and then you get in a really bad fight. You're either going to break up or you're going to go okay. We have to get we have to get on top of this. Yes. This can't happen again. And I understand what you're saying. Maybe that's what yeah. would happen. I mean, we're a nation that freaked out because two celebrities once slapped another one on TV. And we're gonna worry, we're gonna be like, yeah, let the senators fight. That's great. Listen, as long as they don't wear tan suits. I think there's a distinction though. Like these two men were both going like, all right, fine, let's fight. With Will Smith and Chris Rock, <laughs> Chris yeah. Rock sucker got punch. sucker punched. Yeah, yeah, that, well, that I mean, was like unacceptable. Yeah, and two wrongs don't make a right. And just because mom and dad are getting drunk, uh, you know, at a at a neighborhood picnic, doesn't mean the kids should do something stupid. But when the senators are challenging each other to fist fights, basically challenging citizens, and we wonder why we and our fellow citizens are acting stupid. Well, yeah. Also, part of it for me is I keep asking the question because everything is so dumb now. It's so dumb and it has been for years. I keep wondering, all right, what's the thing that's going to happen to make people snap the hell out of it? Because something has to give at some point. So it can either be something really dumb like a fist fight in the, on the Senate floor or in a committee hearing, or it can be something really, really bad. But it's like the frog in the boiling pot analogy. Yeah, right. That we just have been in it for so long now, slowly warming up, slowly warming up. If, if any of this stuff had happened 10 years ago, it would have stopped us in our tracks. Now it's yeah. just the first segment of the Dave Glover show. Well, and I think that also shows just how much these institutions, the House, the Senate, have devolved and how our respect for the people in these institutions has deteriorated. I've always said, you know, the House is a circus. It really does represent the people. There are so many idiots in the House of Representatives that I, if you told me a fist fight happened yesterday, I'd believe it. We're talking about the Senate mm-hmm. now, which is a much bigger deal, but still kind of like, hey, I can see it. But can you imagine if two Supreme Court justices had a fist fight? <laughs> right. Suddenly oh. I'm like losing my mind going, oh, my gosh. Yeah, the because, important people are doing it. Yeah, right. And so it's it's weird how we've lost. We're lo- slowly losing respect oh. for our institutions. I mean, Mark Wayne Mullen wants to be Hulk Hogan and John Fetterman wants to be a 15 year old boy. He wants to dress like a high school kid and be super cash, bro. Like, you're, it's the Senate. I'm not a formality guy, but like you say, Dave, sometimes at certain levels, it has to be there. Presidency, Senate, Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, you could, I'm sure you could list a, a, several others, but like, those are the big three in terms of government. Yeah, Kevin, then this, I said we're losing respect slowly. I think it's quickly because remember when a tan suit was yeah. an actual Oh, scandal? yeah, yeah, yeah. A tan suit? Yeah. 124 DGS uh, Caller Dave says I'm trying to divide the audience Dave, go right ahead On your show, you always have great programs Uh, I just, I struggle when I hear people on the radio Comparing any politician to Hitler It's almost like we're not really looking at the big things. We're just trying to stir up people. So, Dave, what did I I say? We don't have a lot of time here Did I I compare it? Yeah, I mean, all the hosts on Camelot lately seems to be using the word Hitler, tossing it around very openly and not really in good context. Well, Dave, let me let me give like, you let me give you 
perfect context. What I said was that Donald Trump has recently used many of the same quotes as Adolf Hitler. I have them in front of me if you'd like to hear them. Well, I think most politicians have been using quotes like that. Um, well, let me just you, imagine let me, if you were in the... Let me give you an example. Go ahead, sorry. Hitler said, mm-hmm. I will get rid of the communist vermin. And Donald Trump just said, I will get rid of the communist vermin. It's word for word. He said, we'll take care of the enemy within. Donald Trump said, I will take care of the threat from within. I have five more. All I said was, he is using the same quotes that Hitler did. If I used the same quotes as Hitler did, and someone said on social media, wow, Glover used the same quotes as Hitler five times in a row. It's not comparing me to or saying that I am, which I've been very careful never to do, it's saying that he's using quotes that Hitler used. That's accurate. And, 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 you're, pro- and you're right. I don't dispute that. But also, most politicians use those kind of rhetoric as well. But I'm saying most of your listeners are hearing things like comparing him to Hitler. And I don't see how it's worse. And actually, think about it this way. If you knew you were innocent, and for seven years, people said you colluded with the Russians and you knew it was all a story that was made up by your political opponent. How would you feel about that? And how would you act? Wouldn't you be pretty upset? If I were the leader of the free world, I would have enough self-control to not call people vermin when that's what Hitler called people. And if I didn't, I shouldn't be the that's, president. That's fair. Okay. But then would you go on? And- oh, sorry. So, yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? I mean. It's self-evident. I mean, if you're not if you're not listening closely enough to distinguish between saying this person is just like Hitler versus this person is using phrases, using ideas that were used by Hitler. Those are different things. Um, I know it's dangerous because if you say the name Hitler, people's brains go. But who else has said that? Right. Who else has said in the the, I'm talking about the U.S. political world. Who has said I'm I'm going to I'm going to root them out. I'm going to destroy them. I'm going to get rid of them. Their vermin about the other party. The closest thing I can think of would be like the basket of deplorables. Is that the same did, thing? Yeah, yeah. she didn't say I'm going to root them out about that too. They did, know? but and she also the didn't say I'm going to root them out. Yeah, you know, like even if you don't think highly of part of your constituents, you're at least going to be their president. So you need to act like, hey, yeah. I'm, I, you may not vote for me, you may not see things the way I do, but I'm still going to represent you yeah, because that's the job. Anyone compares to Hitler. He's, no. He's, he's Hitler. He's got you the know, Mount Rushmore of his own. And but, that's yeah. what I always say, like how bad you have to be before you're Hitler. Well, when you start using the same quotes yes, as the worst person who's oh. ever lived, I think it's fair as a taxpaying citizen to say, pardon me, person who's leading the Republican, you know, campaign, you're using the same words as the worst person who's ever lived. I think that's fair. 133 DGS. Rachel, you post the uh, sticker. It's up on the Dave Glover Show Facebook page. If you'd like to take a look, it's a really great sticker this year. Well, you deserve credit. You you, uh, designed it Uh, and it is really cool. It's really good. Oh, I didn't design. I mean, I don't know. You said like we we should brainstormed together. It was a team effort, Dave. I don't know. I remember you saying stuff to me going, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So if that's a collaboration, I'm I'm down to be Linda your McCartney. (laughs) He's like, I co-wrote that. Well, it's up on the Dave Glover Show Facebook page if you'd like to go take a look. Or you could just go through any local Hardee's drive-thru and donate a dollar to Operation Food Search and you'll get a sticker of your own. We also have have some new t-shirts. The original logo, I'll take credit for that one, I 
designed the Atom logo way before Big Bang had it, although Einstein had it for me. Um, and uh, instead of Dave Glover's show, it's a big DGS, and it, it's just going to be different and kind of cool. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You weren't even you here for that one. didn't even know about that. Yeah. I was gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, where was I going with that? Yeah. So those are going to be something we sell at our event on December 15th for cool. not a ton of money, you know, 20 bucks, something like that. Uh, instead of the, the caps and the beanies that we usually use. And what else? What else? Uh, we just, not a fight. Dave was very reasonable uh, talking about the Hitler thing. It, it's good to have the conversations. It's, so when he called, it's like, I could just not take his call. It does not have it come up. But I think it's always better just to go, oh, someone is mad at me. Someone has a complaint. Let's hug it out, work it out. However, I don't want to do a bunch of more Trump stuff. But rather than coming back and peppering it in, let's get it all over with. Because this quote that I saw last night was really something else. So set it up and give us the quote. Yeah, so a spokesman for Donald Trump was was denying that this rhetoric is what we were talking about. Saying it's not like Hitler. It's not like Mussolini. And then the same spokesman in that same interview, in that same conversation, finished it by saying about opponents, about Trump's opponents, quote, their entire existence will be crushed when President Trump returns to the White House. So you're saying he's not talking like that. And we're not talking about you're going to lose and you're not going to have legislative power and we're going to be able to legislate this. It's your entire existence will be crushed. And then do you have his clarification? Uh, I did not see the clarification oh, Andrew, of it. Andrew, you look that up. Someone asked him, that's not really what you meant, right? And he goes, no, you're right. I misspoke. And then he said something twice as bad. <laughs> of like, course. Like their miserable, pathetic existence or something like that. Mm. Crazy. Come on. I always just wonder if that kind of stuff is an intentional trap, though. Yeah, it could be. Because it's it like. It works. It's like, well, I'm just using hyperbole, but then everyone hears it and freaks out and says, like, oh, you're trying to crush their existence. Does that mean that you want them to stop living? Like, it just feels like bait it's that I try not to is, grab onto. It was onto. a joke. Come on. It was just a joke. Right. You know? but, yeah, then you can who, say anything and be like, ah, I'm just kidding. But who usually loses in the... It, it's the just people a, freaking out. Yeah. yeah. It's the bully, the person starting everything, usually ends up winning those interactions. Well, you're you're right about the people that are on the receiving end of it, but it's also firing up people that are like, yeah, let's oh, go. For sure. Like, I, I think that's the problem is it's, we we're, were talking at lunch about the, the meme of crying Vince McMahon and he can't answer, but this is becoming the WWE. This is wrestling. There are heels and it's all they're. It's like they're playing a role. Like, well... I'm going to be the tough guy, so I'll always say the crazy tough thing. Mm-hmm. And all we're trying to do is rile people up so that they're yelling at each other well, the all pro- the time. I think the biggest problem, well, there are a number of them, but one of them is that there are crazy people out there who will hear language like root out the vermin and think that it is their patriotic duty to take it upon themselves to do something about it. That's like, the problem. Like the that guys there are that crazy can, people that will hear that yeah. message and go, "I'm going to, I'm going to contribute. I'm going to be a good American and do something about this." Yeah, like the guys in Michigan and kill somebody that are being prosecuted for th- for planning out a kidnapping of the governor. Yeah, that kind of because they heard that kind of language. They're like, "We're going to do something." Mm-hmm. Which I, I can't imagine any reasonable person on either side of the aisle would agree. That's how we should ap- operate. No. Uh, Mark calling on line one. Mark, go right ahead. Yeah, Rachel, you say you should ignore it because it's hyperbole and they're just joking or this or that, and it's always the wrong side. But the question is, is when does it become true and this stuff starts taking action? I mean, if he gets in the house, what is he going to do? Is he going to lock people up? 
Is he going to make them kind of disappear so they're not going to resist him? And those are the things we got to watch out for because that's how fascists and dictators get in control is they do it legally, and they warned you, though. They told you, but you didn't want to believe it. Look at every one of them, and you didn't want to believe it. Look at Putin. You didn't want to believe it, so you got for him. Look at Hamas. You didn't want to believe them, so you voted for them. How long do we have to wait before we make that move and say no, no more? I mean, can we wait until our country's damaged? I'm not saying Hitler, or excuse me, I'm not sorry Trump is Hitler. He's not. Okay, he's not going to do what Hitler did. But he would love to trash the Constitution, I believe. And I believe he would like to take control of it in his terms. That's what I'm worried about. I, I think your worries are valid, Mark. What I'm all I'm saying is when it comes to each individual battle, I just I always wonder, like, what is worth putting in the blood, sweat and tears to get in an argument to try to take down the other side? Or is it just like, all right, well, they're just going to do this exact same thing again tomorrow. Mm. Maybe I should lay low and try to think of like the most reasonable possible argument You're against right. this instead of react. Yeah. For me, it's all about like, how can I not react emotionally? Because when I react emotionally, I am reacting outside of myself and I'm not tackling it the way that it needs to be tackled. So whenever I say stuff like that, I'm not saying like, oh, just brush it off. It's no big deal. I don't mean that at all. It's it's always about the strategy of how you're going to approach this type of thing. Also, isn't the line like doing something as opposed to saying something? Isn't that where we really start to take like you can say all the things you want until you do a wrong thing. There's nothing anybody can do. Yeah. I mean, you could vote against a candidate, right? Well, you can do I, all that. I've, I've lived this whole thing, and I've lived the whole thing on the air, commenting on it every day. Yeah. And I sadly have come to the conclusion that uh, the people who are still enthusiastic about Donald Trump, after all of this, we just see the world two different ways. And I don't think you're lesser. I don't think you're stupid. I don't think you're—we I, I, just see things very, very differently. I wish we didn't, but we do. But, Wheels, when you say, like, well, you have to wait till they do something, well, January 6th. They did and, something, and, and they're Don, all being prosecuted. Donald Trump just keeps doubling down on their—they're their not prisoners. They're hostages. I mean, words matter, especially when you're a world leader. Words really matter. Uh, I'm not going to be quoted. No one's going to quote me. No one's going to remember me in 20 years. But they'll remember Donald Trump. They'll remember Joe, uh, 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 Joe Biden. They'll, they're presidents. Their words matter. We still quote Lincoln and Washington and Kennedy. And th- these are just very, very different quotes. Switching the topic. This is going to make you even more angry. Oh, no. Uh, a new peer-reviewed double-blind study just came out with the conclusion that pets do not make us any happier. That's fake. Yeah, yeah it's not fake true. news. That's not true. Mm. So I how do they measure? How do they measure it? It was by so, the University of We Hate Animals. They, yeah. they have a, a way to measure happiness. I don't know what it is, but it's kind of like an accepted psychological psych- psychiatric thing. And I think what they did is, for me reading the article, is they asked people, "Hey, what effect does your dog have on you? Oh my God, center my universe. He's great. He's my best friend ever." And then they they tested their happiness. And they analogized it to kids that, yes, Phoebe and Nick are the center of my whole universe. My life revolves around them. But they're also kind of huge pains in the asses. Like that's I'd have a lot more money. I'd have a lot less stress. And I think people kind of said that about their dogs. Like, oh, he's my best buddy and he sleeps right between me and my wife. But boy, it sucks to take him out at three in the morning when they're a puppy. And they kind of averaged it out. Okay, this is not personal, Rachel, because I know that you're an aberration in this 
Uh, did they have cats in this study? Yes. Oh, that's yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, oh, the, no. Like, no, cats make you extremely <laughs> happy. No, if there were 1,000 pet owners and 500 owned dogs and 500 owned cats, the cats would bring down the dog averages. <laughs> I disagree. The cats are so easy to take care of. Yeah, cats, cats yeah. are rejection on four legs. Cats make really you happier are. than dogs, I think. Because no, no. No way. now we're really into it. No. no. Well, well, when I, a cat is nice to you, it really means something. When uh-huh. a cat is nice and to you. And they use you. They do it because they're trying to get something from you. And, and then they not bother you. She's a sweetheart. And cats tend to live longer. But, and also cats, uh, yeah. cats uh, they, don't, they don't do the... I hate to back up Amy, but I had a cat. And it cleaned out my 401k. <laughs> <laughs> they would. They would. Cats would eat you they if said, they were bigger. She said, I just want to look at your choices. I just want to see where you have your money going. Next thing you know, I got nothing. Of course. You, you woke up in the morning and your TV was gone. If you had, if you died in your house with your dog, your dog would lie down eat next you. to you and no, die. No, your dog, sadness. your cat would eat you. The dog eats you. Did you, you. Did you, see, that Did you see that story? Of the dog eating the person? No. There was a guy, 71-year-old guy, was hiking in Colorado. He disappeared on August 19th, and they just found him, and his dog was next to him. Oh, Alive. Waiting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. nice. I wonder, and, and, by the way, I wonder how the dog lived. No wonder. wonder if it had something to eat. Probably, probably, yeah, berries and fruit and stuff. I mean, yeah. there's uh, like rabbits and stuff. No, yes, wonder cats, you know why cats live forever? Because most jerks do. That's exactly jerks right. Jerks live forever. <laughs> Nothing bothers them. They never feel bad. They no. feel my mom sadder. is listening right now. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Uh, we're going to put uh, the uh, cherry on top of the Trump cake here. Randy's calling in. Hey, Randy, go right ahead. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I, I'm going to say two things. I voted for Trump twice. I voted for him twice. I'll never vote for him again. Um, I, I think this is a fact. What the, F- the FISA warrants the FBI did to Trump and, and his associates was, I mean, that was just criminal. Mm-hmm. But what he did on January 6th and when he was caught with classified information in his house in Florida, that's, that, that was how he beat Hillary. He beat that into the ground for six months. And if it was wrong for Hillary, it's got to be wrong for him. you got to be consistent. Thanks, Randy. Appreciate it. Good man. Consistent. Is that is there anything more than we can really ask is consistency, not having a different standard for people that agree with you than people that disagree with you? Well, stop looking at your political party like it's your sports team. Yeah, it shouldn't be your identity. Should it? No. I you just, want to go back to the cat thing? Yeah, yeah I do. she I can't just stop talking about cat. I know because Rachel is so nice, I, and it's not. I mean, personal I don't Rachel. take it personally. I just think you guys sound stupid. I do. It's <laughs> me. Well, damn. Yes. Damn. You sound like That's you don't know what Rachel you're talking about. That's the Rachel we've been trying yes. to get. Yes. Cats are so evil. You can take the girl out of Grafton. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ignorance speaking. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. They don't know. They don't know my cat. No, they don't know any cats. She's really got putting on her pants. I know cats. We had cats. 95% of them suck. 99. You have never known a cat. Oh, okay. If you had yeah. a cat, you would never say that. I, I had a cat. I promise you I would. You didn't have, but <laughs> your family had a cat. You didn't have a cat. He's like, right. this person I knew once had one. That one was not cool. No, I know, yeah. I've known multiple cats, and they're all awful. That means, no, that means nothing to me. <laughs> yes, that's just anecdotal evidence. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you stack up all the anecdotes in the world, cats are just awful. And it Correct. would never be permissible in court. I was talking to Steve, <laughs> our boss, earlier today. And we're talking about radio in general. And he was talking about Franco Opinion this and Kevin Slate and that. He's talking about the DGS. He's like, what I love about you guys is you can go from taking political <laughs> topics and being really smart and then just talk about the dumbest thing ever. And I'm like, mm. oh, what the hell? He gets mm-hmm. mad at us for that. That's right. Yeah. It's happening mm-hmm. right now in front of our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel. 
Yeah, I, I love I'm it. not. I'm not. Everyone's like looking at you me. You came like, back different from Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's good now. though. It's a good difference. Rachel, yeah, I'm sure your cat is great. She's wonderful yeah. and wonderful. I'm here to stand and up for Lucy. And that's not meant condescendingly at all. No, <laughs> I just think you guys don't understand cats. No, I understand them all right. They're all id. <laughs> all right, that's all a cat is. <laughs> no, dogs are id. <laughs> I think you mean that's all a cat? Yeah, they're a super ego. No, dogs want to make you happy. Yeah, and. And with a cat, they're they're not just existing to make you happy. It's a it's like a back and forth relationship. Oh, no. Yeah, ah, that's the problem. They're manipulative. That's right. <laughs> also, dogs are gross and they smell bad, and my cat smells like sugar cookies. Look, it's, so there. There you go. it's not an either or. Cats, right, I like dogs too. I know. Cats' bottom holes are out all the time. Those are dogs. Holes. Dogs. <laughs> Lots of stuff. Have you is out seen a dog? A dog yeah. Have you seen a bottom hole? <laughs> <laughs> Are you even allowed to say that, Amy? I don't know. You're going to get in trouble from your mom and dad. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you get a demerit in third you grade. Can't, for you saying. can't come home for Sunday dinner now. Up their bottom holes. Can I go to the bathroom? My bottom hole's itchy. Well, I know what she's saying. The dog's tail at least covers up the bottom hole. Not always. Every now and then. Not always. There's well, a lot of dog's tails like that sit on dogs their backs. Dogs aren't wearing Certain suits. Dogs. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think we've hit the dumb one either. <laughs> 153 DGS. Uh, the last segment, Amy and Rachel going at it over cats versus dogs. It was a, it was a literal cat fight. And uh, <laughs> I think they, they found a detente. I'm not sure that we can really describe it, but Andrew, oh, in five. the uh, in the podcast, we label this bottom holes and lipstick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> She, it, Rachel made a point the on the break on. that I had to say I absolutely concede it's the most off-putting and upsetting thing that happens. And I with the dog, the with dog, dog lipstick. Yes, yeah. Yeah. and when it doesn't, that's a good point. When it doesn't retract, it needs to. Yeah, uh, you never walk away from a cat feeling violated. Is what I'm saying, and I can't say that about dog. Oh my god. Hold on. <laughs> yes, Dave. I'm clearly dreaming. <laughs> None of you are real. I'm about to wake up and go to the bathroom and Dave's go back like, to bed. Man, too many gummies last night. <laughs> Did you? Or not enough today. Did you just say the problem is when it won't retract? <laughs> yeah, because I don't know what happens, but dogs, all of a sudden you look over, you're like, oh my gosh, and then it doesn't go back. Let's uh-huh. talk to Barb on line one. <laughs> yes, Hello, man. Barb. I apologize for all that. Hi. I, I won't say anything about that last comment, but... <laughs> Actually, please do. I, I think there are cat people, there are dog people, and some people are both. But I have a little pet peeve. Mm-hmm. Um, I like dogs, but I don't understand when people bring them into the stores or why they're allowed. Because I don't want to shop with somebody else's pet. I've seen an instance where a fight Broke out between two dogs in a line, and both said, oh, my dog's so kind, and they got in a big growling tussle. And I seen Piddle on the floor, and I just don't think it's appropriate. <laughs> and I don't think they would like I've it if cat people okay. brought their cats into yeah. the store. Thank so, you, Barb. Yeah, I would, I would agree piddle? that if you're going to bring... Piddle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you are going to bring your dog into public, you, 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 need, you, to need, to know, you need to know they can handle it. But it's always the people that are like, oh, don't worry. Yeah. They're not going to do anything. Okay. And the dog yeah, but what is if, like what if it's my service barking. animal? That's, yeah, That's, they won't do that what stuff. What if I'm a kitten Yeah, they don't have They're trained. Like, kittens are cute. But what do you do when they turn into that's, cats? That's exactly that's the problem. Put them up for adoption. No, Ron. What is wrong with you? Adoption. What's wrong with you? Find a nice home. 